bong, boom. It's Mr. World Ride when I step in the room. I'm a hustler, baby. And you're now tuned in to your best fo- podcast. This is me, and I'm one of your hosts, Big 38. You already know what time it is. And it is Coach Carey, a.k.a. MC4, a.k.a. Mr. Elf, dap himself up. Dap That's yourself up, my boy. Yes, me. sir. You ain't, you ain't here right now, so I got to dap myself up. I got nobody else to dap up. Hey, I know Sal behind the camera. I know. Going to, going to dap my man Sal up. You know what I'm saying? Sal, Sal, come here. You know, I know you're you, you not, you you not sitting there alone. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got Sal, champion stacks in the, in the cut. And we got Uncle Ty over here. Mm-hmm. And the, we, in the, we in the building today. We're in the building. But I'm in Charlotte right sure. now, everybody. Just wanted to let y'all know. Down in the, uh, the Queen City of Charlotte, mm. North Carolina. Uh, Queen City? Is that's, that's the nickname for Charlotte? Yeah, it's the Queen City. You already know what time it is, man. Do you know why? I have no idea, but... I hope- <laughs> I have, I've never heard that before. That's interesting. I hope that's what it is. I, I might be just saying stuff on this camera. Nah, I, I feel like you're. I feel like you're right. I feel, I feel like, like you, little... you've been there. You've been there for a couple years. You you gotta know. Yeah, yeah. I'm here, chilling in the crib. Got my little office set up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, just trying to give the people the content. The content will never stop. Ever, ever, ever. How's uh? So how's football going? How's workouts? How's OTAs? Talk to us. Let us know how it was. So OTAs, you know, OTAs didn't actually start. You know, we've been doing when like is OTAs? On, we've been doing like um, off-season workouts. So it's like mm. been lifting, film work, and then on-field with coaches. Now OTAs okay. will start after next week. You know, rookies have rookie minicamp this week. So gotcha. After rookie minicamp, they'll have one week of all-season workouts, and then we'll go into OTAs where we can go against the offense. There's so many different rules in the NFL of what you can mm. and cannot do. So, like, this is the time where we can't go against the offense. We're just doing, like, walk-through prep, prepping for, you know, going over defenses, okay. installing defenses, you know, doing the little things, mm. having – The little you know, things. Like, the, exactly. That's the fun – that's some fun stuff, though, learning it's, some plays and stuff like that. It's the fun things because you, you're a coach. That's why you say it's fun things, you know. It's uh, this is true. This is true. That I do enjoy uh, installing with the players in the meeting rooms and stuff like that. Right. But players, you know, think, players not so much. It's been cool, you know. We got new, we got new special teams coach, we got new uh, DB coach. So it's nice. like you know, just getting to see how they teach and how they teach and things like last. Year, I'm trying to. Sometimes I get in the film room, we're going over something that we did last year. And I'm trying to forget what we did last year because mm. we might be doing it different this year. So it's like I okay. got to. I'm asking questions like, what if this happened? Because it happened last year, but we're doing it a different way now. Because sometimes last year it didn't work that way. So you know, I'm just. Just going by the sponge, exactly. You know, learning Love things it. like I never learned it before. So that's awesome. all I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. Keep it up. Keep it up. How you doing, my boy? Yo, I'm doing good, man. I, you know, better than before. You know, a couple episodes ago wasn't doing too well, but I'm, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm back working out. Uh, you know, so being in the how, gym. How many days good. a week you working out? Four days a week, man. Four days a week. I got a recovery day of really just stretching and mobility because. You know, as I get older, I want to be able to have more mobility because I never really had any mobility, so might as well work on it now. Right. But, you know, everything's good. Spring ball ended. Spring ball was good. Uh, the room was awesome. The team was amazing. Coaching staff's awesome. Um, so the season's definitely, you know, it's it's approaching and it's getting me more and more excited. So, you know, I'm just kind of riding a good vibe right now. I can't complain at all. All right. So a few episodes ago, I think you were at like a four. Where we at right mm-hmm. now, one through ten? Where we at? Mm, you know, I think I have to say like an eight, eight and a half. 
Eight and a half. That's a four. Yeah. Hey, that's why I like to yeah, hear. Yeah, you know boy. that's. I feel good. You know, I'm read. I'm still reading books. Right now, I'm reading The Power of Now. That is an awesome book. You know, it's kind of teaching me to just work, worry about the things that are in front of me. The past is the past. The future hasn't happened yet. The only thing you can do is worry about the now. So, you know, just soaking up some knowledge outside of the game, outside of everything else I got going on just by reading. And it's exciting stuff. It's 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 like being a sponge outside of everything else. So would you say the the reading aspect of these last few weeks of what you've been doing has helped you calm your brain down? Or like has it been other things, too, that have helped you along the way? You know, I think the reading has a has a, a good impact on it. But, yeah, I just started reading this book like a week ago. So I think, you know, in the last two and a half weeks, I think it's just kind of keeping myself busy, um, getting back in the gym, working out, kind of keeping the mind clear, making the body feel well, because if the body doesn't feel good, the mind's not going to feel good. So I'm just trying to kind of do things to keep the physical shape good, to keep the mental shape good. Um, not, so nothing really specific. I think it's just, you know, sometimes in life you go through ups and downs, but you know, there's, it's never a forever thing. It's a short term thing that you kind of just got to deal with. And I was able to climb myself out and now I'm doing a lot better. Hey man, that's all you can ask for nowadays. It's just day by day. Mm-hmm. Just get a little, as we say, 1% better. That's truly 1% the model. Better, that's it. 1%. If you could, if you could get 1% better every day, Hey, mm-hmm. it's no such thing as a bad day. It's just an improvement day. Facts. Hey, and if any college athletes want to get 1% better this summer, pop out to Limitless Fitness. You're me and my boy hosting the best program in this offseason in Central Jersey. So make sure you pop out there. Central Jersey. In Jersey. Jersey. Dirty. Dirty. (laughs) Hey, so, you know, transitioning, man, you know, the draft just happened. And, you know, the Carolina Panthers did pretty well down there in Charlotte. Hey, a lot of people wrote us off, you know, on mm. I would say a lot of the draft people wrote us off. You know, we didn't have a lot of draft picks going in. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I feel like we got the best personnel. I don't know what other personnel is like other mm. places, but like being that we didn't have that many draft picks and to come out with the people we had and the you see the movements that we did shows that we got all the pieces in our room now. It was just that we needed to plug in a lot, a few pieces. We didn't need, we didn't need all the bunch of draft picks because we have the team to go yep. win. We just needed a few more parts to make us make our team better. Like we, nobody expects a rookie to come in and be like this all American, this all pro, this person. But as long as they can improve us, you know, a percentage better, you know, that's all mm-hmm. we need them to do. Like just be themselves and just come that's in and, and grind it out. You know. Come in and do what they got they, they got brought in to do. Exactly. You, know, you don't got to be a brought, superhero. Much, exactly. Do your 111th, as coaches say, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I think my favorite draft pick, right? Uh, I'm biased. You see what's in the mm-hmm. corner. I got the old Miss right there. You know what I'm saying? I Hottie have to toddy. say. I will have to say my dude, Maddie Ice. Ooh. Oh, boy. I can't. That's a good my, pick, I was just yo. texting my dog just now. He about to be down here. Tomorrow we probably mm. gonna grab dinner. They about to do rookie, um, the rookie mini camp. So okay, it's gonna it's gonna be good for my man's. You know, California mm-hmm. dude goes to Ole Miss. Now he coming to North Carolina. You know, East I, Coast you know, baby, East Coast man. You know, I can't wait. Stuff, I can't man. wait to see him like show everybody like why didn't y'all draft me in the first round? I feel like mm-hmm. he's easily one of the biggest competitors I've ever played with. One of wow. the like. Honestly, he wasn't even starting. You know, we had John Rice Palmer, who was a great athlete. You know, 
great quarterback, all this. Matt wasn't starting, but Matt, I could see in Matt that he was a professional then because he never was satisfied being the backup and he wasn't the kid that was like, yeah, I'm entering the, I'm entering the transfer portal when the transfer portal was such a big thing. You know, the first time mm-hmm. somebody, especially at the quarterback position, stops starting and you're, you get your spot taken, everybody's calling you QB1, QB1 in preseason and you don't start, that's an ego shot. And it's also like, am I even good enough? Do they even want me? You know, my man stuck it out. He stuck it out. And then, you know, Coach Kiffin came in the next year and – Matt, I think that was the best decision for Matt to stay there because mm, that offense fit him so well. Like they, that's he was a high-powering offense, man. Ex- exactly, he was able to do everything he was good at. Everything he could he run. You know, he's so elusive in the pocket. While it's sneaky, his eyes though. It's sneaky. Yeah. it's sneaky. It's real but sneaky. Film, like he'll, man, he looks he'll run like past he's you. A little. He'll run past you and he'll give you a little shake, shake, shake. Boom! He'll, he'll, he'll run, run you past over. you. He'll run past you. No, 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 no. We ain't gonna go that far. He can't. He ain't got the four. He ain't got the four three speed. Not a lot of people can say that, man. That four three six. This is, is true. People. This that is joint, true. That joint is videotaped. If you need to see it, let me know. <laughs> I'm but, excited though. I'm excited for Matt to be down in Charlotte. I've never met him. You know, I know you've spoken highly of him in the past and currently. Um, you know, it was cool. I got to kind of watch. There was like a show um, when he was in high school that followed his team, Long Beach Poly. Uh, Antonio Pierce, the you know great New York Giant linebacker, was also he was the coach there at the time, and that was a great show because I got to kind of see who he was. Then seeing him through the the Elite Eleven um, combine stuff like that, going into high school and college, and then you know seeing him grow just from a distance. You know I'm all the way in New Jersey, but I was able to kind of watch him grow up in the football realm, seeing him play in, uh, on Saturdays, and now I'm you know I'm excited to see him play on Sundays. Uh, I think definitely think he has a bright, bright future in the NFL. And right. excited that you get to play with your guy because you speak so highly of him, man. That's exciting. And the one thing I know that he's going to do, he doesn't expect to be the starter. So I know mm-hmm. that's just going to drive him even more to where it's like, I'm going to work every, I'm going to work my tail off at everything I'm not good at. I'm going to learn this okay. playbook. I'm going to do everything. I feel like he's going to do everything he needs to do. To, if he's not even the starter, to be the best backup, to be ready when his number is called, to be, um, you know, NFL is not always – you're not always going to get the opportunity right away. Like, I didn't get my opportunity till like, week nine of my rookie year mm. to, you know, play defense. I was playing yep. straight special teams, but I went to film. I mean, I went to meetings. I did everything like I was the starter because you're one play away. From, truly, in the league, you're one play away from being out there. That's and it. now you're, you know, you're in front of – you know, rookie year wasn't in front of anybody because it was COVID. But on TV, you, don't, you could be in front of millions. So mm-hmm. it's like – you have to you have to be ready at all times. Stay ready, so you ain't got to get ready at all times. Ooh, I like that spicy. Stay ready, so okay. you ain't got to get ready. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I like that. That's a good one right there. Hey, and me, and he's got some you know uh, pretty good offensive linemen coming in drafted in the first round. Did you see his tape, bro? He is he, different. He, he come downfield. He come downfield trying to bulldoze me in practice. We're gonna have some problems. <laughs> Some problems. Man, he will, because I've seen him block onto some DBs, man, and drive them Bro. into oblivion. Woo-hoo. Bro, he he Icky looks like the real deal. Like, you know, you don't I just agree. get drafted in the first round because you're just an average dude. You could definitely mm-hmm. tell he's put in the work, you know, North Carolina guy, Charlotte guy, yep. went right up to Raleigh, Char- um, North Carolina State, you know. I feel like we got to steal the draft. You know, I think a lot of people, oh, you know, looking at all these mock drafts, they had him going one, two, three. We get him at six. You know, I, I don't. That's a steal. Hey, everything happens for a reason. 
You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Everything happens for a reason. So you got the you right know. guys. I, the Carolina Panthers are uh, they're excited. It's gonna be an exciting season for you guys. I'm excited. Yeah, this man, is exciting. It's, it's 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 truly exciting just to see. And then it's truly exciting also to see all those dudes. They probably had the same dream. Five years old, mm-hmm. you know, you play all the way through middle school, high school, college. To see those dreams come true, you know, you see the happy moments with them and their families, them at the draft and undrafted people, you know, still getting that opportunity to keep playing because there's still a lot of people that will wish they were mm-hmm. undrafted and be free agents. Oh, yeah. So just there's be- a lot of opportunities that people didn't get. Just because you're not drafted, you truly have to take it as a blessing because there's a lot of people who only got invites to camps, invites to mini camps, and don't have the opportunity to, you know, showcase their talents more than just three days. So yeah. to undrafted people, know that you are blessed. You are blessed with the opportunity to showcase your talents, not only for the team that you're you know, trying to make, but for, what, 31 other teams. So, you know, I think Take advantage true. of that opportunity. Take advantage of it, man. Exactly, exactly. Just like you did, bro. You know, and then, you know, I got, you know, free agent, got my boy Isaiah Mobley. Um, oh, yeah, I saw that. So he gonna be down here, linebacker. Went to Temple, then went to Boston mm. College. I thought he, I thought he was gonna get drafted, but you know, I think choosing Charlotte, choosing the Panthers, I think it's gonna be a good opportunity for him to showcase who he is. You know, coming downhill as a linebacker, all that. Um, oh yeah. I think, our, I think our linebacker core right now is truly one of the best athletic, it, physical. It's up. It's gotta be. You know. One of the best, if not the best, in the NFL right now, right? Lead it, leading by my my big bro Shaq. Shouts out to you, mm. big dog. You know what I'm saying, Frankie. The Oos, you already know Oos. You already know what time it is. But those like, there's so many people on that you know linebacker core that you know not only are they defensive players, but they're truly our leaders on special teams. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. You, that's what you need, especially older players like Julian Stanford that's been in the league going on 12 years or 11 or oh, 12 wow. years. Coming from Wagner, you know what I'm saying? Wow, been Wagner. In the, exactly. Been okay. in the league for this long. Shows you that like it doesn't matter how you get there, it's how you stay there. In 11 years, Absolutely. coming from a small school like that, you know, you obviously, he obviously was doing stuff right. Oh, you can't you you know you you go to a small school you don't you don't have the opportunities that some of these guys at the big schools have. So he was he has to be on some like focus on a different level. Bro, he is truly professional. Like you come in like we're he's lifting at 6 a.m. I'm you know he's stretching at 6:45 you know doing mm. mo- mobility stuff he, you know he's training early with the right, bird gets the worm huh you know what I'm saying he 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 do it you know he inspires me you know his locker right Good. down right down like two two lockers down so I'd be like you know we have simple conversations and he just be playing game like he just be throwing mad game and, and you just be you just got to be open anything that's said in the locker room I want to be a part of because they be talking that talk and I'm just like. I want to learn what y'all doing because y'all been here Being way longer than me. Being a sponge in the locker room too, huh? Exactly. You can't. You gotta be a sponge at all times. You never know who you're talking to. Facts. Big facts. So let you me ask. Like, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you me, a question, man. As mm-hmm. a Giants fan, how did you Ooh. like the draft? Oh, as a Giants fan, I I enjoyed the draft, man. You know. The last couple years, you know, as recent times, you know, it's the Giants have always been criticized of not drafting well. Um, but, you know, with new regime in there, you got uh, Joe Shane, you know, Coach Dayball. 
know, they had, they came in there with a plan. They came in there with a mission and they knew who they wanted. And they got, you know, arguably one of the steals of the draft with Thibodeau going all the way down to six or seven. And, you know, the fact that he dropped, just like you said, uh, uh, Iggy dropped, you know, Thibodeau dropping two is like kind of mind boggling seeing he was supposed to go maybe one, two, three, just, you know, a month or two ago. Um, and then to get Neil from Alabama, you know, freak athlete. That, that's you know, a huge The jump individual. split thing was crazy. Like, Bro, ridiculous. That's not normal. I, like, people got to know that's not normal. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I've never seen offensive linemen be able to do the things that he's done. So to get him in, in the first round, too, you know, I think the Giants finally got it right in the first round, uh, in the first couple rounds. You know, I'm excited for the season. Um, you know, I, I'm a Giants fan. I don't follow them as much as I did when I was a kid because I kind of just like football in general. Um, but I think that, you know, if they win, I'll be a fan again, you know? <laughs> wow, you're a front runner. Nah, not a front runner. I'm nah, a fan, you're a front I don't follow as much because nah, I got my own season to worry a, about. You are a front runner. Nah, if I was a front runner, I'd say I was a Buccaneers fan. No, you would I say you were a Buccaneers fan. You would say you were a Rams fan, right? Buccaneers? What? Because of time, uh, I would. I mean, I would. Yeah, I would say you know the Bucks would be the front runner. No, respectfully, respectfully, respectfully. You uh, may have sacked the goat. <laughs> yeah, first sack was against the goat. Some, some light, some light. It wasn't light. It was. <laughs> it, I thought he was going to throw it. <laughs> so as a, let me ask you something. As a DB, mm-hmm. seeing two two DBs going in the first five picks this year in the draft, how does that make you feel for the position? Um, for the, you know the whole DB lifestyle, I like it. You know, it shows that people really value DBs. You know, these wide receivers are getting paid all this money. You know, because they're good. But who has to guard them? Who defense wins championships? Offense sells tickets at the end of the day. Like Ooh, without a good okay. defense, without a good you could you could score, you could score, but it, sometimes you need the defense. You know, it's so high power. You know, all the like my coach Wilkes said I think yesterday or today it was like. What's the fastest way to win a game? What do you think it is? Are you asking me or you're... I'm asking you. What is the fastest way to win a game? Don't let the other team score. But how do they score? Big plays. Big plays, but the fastest way to score is through the air. And mm. who's, the per- who's the people who stop people? Obviously, the defensive line has a big part in that, but... This, the last line Somebody's of defense cover them. is the Someone's defense. Gotta cover them. You, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. to put, you know, Stringley and Sauce, you know, I think those are two great players. You know, I watched him being in the league, and I played against Stringley his freshman year. You know, mm-hmm. watching him on the other side. You know, I'm on. You know, I'm on defense. He's he's on defense. So watching him was like, dang, yo, this dude is for real. Like, I don't. Like, honestly, when he was a freshman, I was like, yo, this dude don't gotta play no more downs of football in college. He gonna oh, wow. get he gonna get drafted off his his freshman year alone. It don't matter what mm-hmm. he do these next two years. And obviously, I was right. You know, COVID happened. Yep. He got a little bit injured, this and that. But everybody knew what he can do when he's healthy. Like. Hands down. And he rocked that seven at LSU, so you know you know you, you know be, you something when you rock that seven. You gotta be that guy that you, wearing seven at LSU. You gotta be that guy, you know. So I like that. And then Sauce, I don't care what school he was at. It didn't matter if he was at Bama. Yeah. It didn't matter what school he was. Nothing. At. He was gonna it, he was gonna be the best. That man didn't give up a touchdown in his career. That is a crazy statistic. I don't that, care. That, I've never heard that stat before. That is ridiculous. Like nobody, I I honestly haven't heard that. Like you're gonna have all. 
off games. And that shows you that he came prepared every game like it was his last game. Like, if this game mattered the most, why does it? Because it's the next one. So I feel like he Ooh. attacked it because of those things. Because there's no way you don't give up one touchdown. You're, you're doing you're, – that's not only you're good, but you're consistently good. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Like, you could be good one game. You could have a breakout game. But what do you do that next game? If you have another breakout game, now you're consistently mm-hmm. good. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, the, so, the you know, DB's going early. I, it's just as a safeties coach, I'm just so excited for you know these guys putting in the work and getting paid for it. And I think it's I think it's going to show something moving forward on how teams look at defensive backs. So you know it's going to change everything. It's going DB's going to get paid just like Denzel Ward over there for Cleveland, man. Ooh, he got the Bro. bag. People, hey, put some respect on my name. Put some mm. respect on my name. Put push some hey. respect on my name. Hey, hey. But <laughs> yo, you gotta you gotta pay you gotta pay what people owe. You know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. you putting out that work that you like that and you consistently like that, they gonna pay you they gonna pay you eventually. They somebody gonna, gonna somebody gonna, gonna, gonna no pay you choice. Somebody gonna pay Somebody's you. Somebody's gonna pay you. Somebody got to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, enough about the draft. You know, I think you know, again, congratulations to everybody who was drafted. Absolutely. Truly a blessing. You know, it's general, you know, you can set up generational wealth. Um, mm-hmm. The work just started. Be smart, you know, protect your chicken, just like uh, Marshawn Lynch will always say, protect that chicken. Because, again, NFL means not for long. I don't care what nobody say. Like, Invest your money. Do what you got to do. Take care of those who you got to take care of. Everybody's situation is different, but always remember that this joint ain't for long. Make make your money. You know, be you know, give back to those that you, you know you were there with and kids behind you. Like have camps, do everything you got to do. Be community service. Just don't be a football player. Show people who you are outside of football. Open up. Show them who you are. That's my only thing I got for the rookies. You know what I'm saying. Find those people mm. and find those people who are going to be truly there for you, not there because you got status now. Because there's going to be a whole Ooh. lot of people trying to be your mans. Oh, yeah, bro. We, yo, we used to be friends back. Bro, you wasn't there when I was in the trenches. Like, you wasn't there. Mm. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Oh, you wasn't hey. with me shooting hey. in the gym. So uh. find those people who really down for you and always keep them near you because it's, it's, some, it's some moments out here you're going to question, like, yo, are these people really for me? You got to really have those people who can hold you down. Hold you down, but not hold you down. Mmm. Mm, think gems about you just think, dropped right there. Think about that. You need people who can hold you down, but not hold you down. Facts. Mm. That's think of, that's it, right? That that might have to be a quote. We might quote that. Might have to quote that. I might have to. Stamp that's gonna that be. One. I, that's gonna be. That's gonna be. Stamped. Big thirty eight Hawkum stamped. You know what I'm saying? But let me ask you a question, man. Talk you to me. Talk to me. For those, you know, we probably got a couple coaches that, young coaches that are trying to get, young high school, college people that know they want to get into coaching. They know, like, their career in these sports are done. Or if they never were into the sports, but they just like being around the sport, right? What would you say is the avenue to go to be a, a high school coach, college coach, NFL coach? What would you give some advice to those young kids? You know, I think the first would be you got to continue playing the game for as long as you possibly can. Um, you know, I know... Sometimes, you know, not everybody's granted the opportunity to play at the next level in college. Um, But if you are, make the most of that. You know, learn as much as you can while you're playing. And then as soon as you're done playing, start coaching immediately. 
Um, whether it's GAing at the school that you played for, whether it's going out and working for someone that you have met, may have met a former coach that you're going to go coach for at his school now. Um, get into it as early as you can and truly dive into it. Um, whether you want to start in college and go to high school or, you know, I've talked to guys that just want, are in college now, but they eventually want to go to high school. I've talked to high school guys that want to go to college. Um, it's a really competitive field. There's so many coaches and there's so many good ones out there that it's co- that competitive. Um, but I think the best advice is to just get into it early and dive into it and put everything you've got. Network, meet as many coaches as you can. Twitter, use Twitter as a tool to network with other coaches. Um, that's one of the biggest ways to recruit players, but it's also another way for coaches to meet each other. Um, you know, emails there too, but for the most part, Twitter is kind of where the networking um, is now. Um, coaches of all ages are on Twitter, so you can really just hop in their DMs, just say, "Hey, coach, you know, name is so and so from X, Y, and Z school. Uh, I just want to introduce myself." Uh, nice to meet you. Simple, t- simple message like that. Whether they answer you or they didn't, that that's gonna come up on their phone, and you know they'll remember it. And you know, one day, one cut down the road, you say you message them, and they may remember. You know, they may not, but you at least you gave that effort. Um, right. I think effort and truly just diving into it. You know, I got and I got my playing career cut short. I started coaching high school ball right away while I'm still in college, and you know, I'm still in college now, trying to finish my degree, which has kind of held me back from um, trying to coaching the higher college ranks um but you know i'm still in school still working and uh i'm excited man coaching is a great field it's not for everybody but you know when you're a coach you truly do love coaching for the right reasons there's nothing better it's such a fulfilling job and i don't even know if i would consider it a job it's it's not a hobby or a job it's just like a lifestyle it's a lifestyle you you have to you have to be a coach wherever you go because Coaching never stops. <laughs> no, like, I feel like, especially when you're at the college level, you know you, you know it's different types of coaching. You're coaching on the field, then you gotta go out mm-hmm. recruit the best players. Then you gotta go do this. You gotta go do that. You, you gotta you know check on these people when they're in school. So you're like it's different types of coaches at different types mm-hmm. of times in the year. You know yep. what I'm saying? So absolutely. Tell the tell the people kind. I want you to you know tell the people kind of how. How your journey's going with coaching? Like, how'd you start and then where you're at now? So, uh, I played football at Kane University, where I'm coaching at now. Um, after getting a couple of concussions, I doctor said can't play no more. So, I immediately went, went back to Cerebral, um High School and I started coaching there. Um, coached two years there, was in school one year, then, then got a full time job. So, I was doing work and then coaching on uh as well didn't you then, were you were you on a national champ uh not a, na- a state championship team when you went back is that right yeah yeah i okay. you know after playing go on and tell them the accolades don't 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 be humble about this bro <laughs> Let, let's go <laughs> drop the drop the as drop drop names drop all that i need i need it all <laughs> as a coach uh you know my second or yeah it was my second year coaching um and we won a we we won a state championship. My boy Jason the Mild, my guy, you know, that's my little brother. Um, he took us there, and you know, he's he has he's had a great uh, career post high school playing at Campbell and AIC. I'm excited to see what he's got going on for the rest of his life. Um, but you know, after coaching those two years at Cerebral, I got a blessed with opportunity to go to a junior college in Brooklyn called ASA College. Um, my buddy Dennis Long, who's now a special teams quality control coach. Um, at Monmouth here in New Jersey, he shouts out to uh, Dennis. No, it's my dog right there. Shouts out to good, my good dog, people, man. man. 
Oh uh, yeah, he so he just got that mama's gig, which I'm excited. I'm you know, he's been uh he's been working his uh his behind off for a long time, and uh, opportunities are coming his way definitely. But he had uh, he had reached out to his junior college coach um, from Nassau, Coach Osvitt, and he uh, he was the head coach at ASA at the time, and uh, this is 2017. So he reached out to him, you know, and they were kind of looking for a younger guy to bring in. So I I came in, um, interviewed with him and the defensive coordinator Dan Basil, um, two great guys, um, and I got you know a student assistant job. So they paid for me to finish my associate's degree while I was there. Um, while I was the outside, uh, the roll down safeties, the Rovers coach at the time, mm-hmm. helping out with the back end safeties, kind of just being a sponge. Because a lot of the guys that I coached with, you know, defensive line coach Antonio Anderson played for, uh, he played for the Cowboys for a couple years, um, played for Coach Orgeron. Uh, he was, Coach O was his D line coach at Syracuse. Shout out to you, shout out to you Coach A. Um, like that. He was on staff. Uh, Gil Pena was a defensive line coach, played to Ole Miss. Uh, my guy, Hotty like Toddy, gosh almighty, who the hell are we? Hey, flim, flam, bim, bam, old Miss, by damn. He, my, my guy, Vinny Rizzo, who's the offensive line coach at in uh, Clarion, a D2 in Pennsylvania. He nice. was on staff at the time. Um, my guy, Jay DePew, he was our, and we had a, a he, Coach DePew is a coach in the USL, USFL right now. Nice. So, you know, the the amount of guys on staff that had, and just in the first year that I was there, where they're at now is amazing. Um, Coach Oshavit left ASA and went to University of Tennessee. Um, so, you know, I got to come into a kind of a really good environment, a, a great opportunity to kind of learn from a lot of guys that know a lot about the game. Um, and that year we went 9-1 and and won a bowl game, went to Arizona. Uh, that was a cool experience. You know, uh, we had Stone Labana was his quarterback crazy athlete he's gonna he's gonna hop on the pie he's working for espn uh west palm beach right now uh we had badara Traore, who's playing he was on the jaguars um we had you know jeremy webb now with the new york jets kendrick's gladney who's now with the la chargers you know the list goes on of guys that i was able to coach in just this one year um and you know the, the opportunity was awesome um after that though i stayed there for another two years we had some good seasons ranked in the top uh 15 in the country uh, most of the year, the last two years. And then I eventually, you know, this things going on at the school weren't uh, tightened up. And the program is actually not even going on anymore, which is sad. You know, it's a, it sucks to see for the stu- uh, student athletes that went there and that still wanted to go there for an opportunity. But, I, you know, I saw that that was happening. So I kind of got out at a good time and I came back and I started coaching at Cerebral again. And I was coaching there for two seasons. Um, two good, solid seasons with some great players. One was the COVID season. Uh, this past year, we just went eight and three, and then now I'm uh, I'm at. But Kane I would I would like to say, to a team that people weren't expecting to get, what four wins? Yeah, you know like, we were some heavy underdogs this past season, and uh, we were you know I think they we were projected to come in like dead last in our division, um, in the conference we were going to be at the bottom of the list. Shouts out to Coach and then Began, we came man. Out and ate, Yes, Coach Began good work this year. The team put it put it in that hard work in the off season and off season program that we have running. Um, they, you know, the the senior. It was a great senior leadership team. Uh, it sucks to see those guys go, but excited for two of them to come play for me at Kane next year and OC and Denzel. So uh, you know, looking forward to these guys and their futures. You know, it was a really good team. Whether they go play football or not, you know, I know I'm going to keep in touch with a lot of those guys for a long time. Uh, you know. I could truly say, like, you have truly grinded out this coaching career because a lot of people with all the, you know, the no's and the yeses and the 
a week probably can do something and not falling through and all the stuff that you know we talk about and we've been talking about for what since what 2013 20, 2014 yeah, 20, 20, as you were yep, growing in college like to go to college and to you know do that what that school wasn't working out to go to this school just to get this degree try to get you down to Ole Miss with coach Jones and mm-hmm. this and that just to see you like grind out like truly an inspiration like like I said only people around me are because they they hold me down because they don't hold me down. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate so, you. You know, truly, truly a dude who grinds out everything you do. And always, you're always a sponge. Like, you don't think you go into a place just because you have the experience of coaching. You always go into it's like, what can I learn from this coach that I could bring to my coach and the way I coach? Or how can I do this better? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, going from high school to a D3 school or an ASA to back to high school, it's you got to be able to transition. You're, you're coaching a different person. You're coaching a high school kid. You're coaching uh, uh, maybe a D1 that had to go JUCO and then mm-hmm. to go back to high school and then to go to a D3 school where kids are paying the school, but they're still wanting to play football. And you got to be able to communicate. And I think that's yep. one of your best things, you know, being able to communicate well that people know you're coming from a, a good a good place you know keep doing your thing dog and don't ever Appreciate stop and don't ever stop doing it dog until you get to mm-hmm. the highest point but you know you know the gym gonna get big you know you might be the best <laughs> you might you might be the best athletic trainer i might have to steal you from your dreams and make a dream for you. you know what I'm hey, saying? i might just and, have to run a high school program down the road and just keep you know, on coaching right. that way and get the gym we get the gym really going you know what I'm saying? But you truly are grinding out at the gym. If y'all don't know, come come book with my guy this summer for, you yes, know, sir. June and July. He grinding it out. If you need personal mm-hmm. training, hit my guy up. All day, every day, 24-7. Let's get it. He'll bring you. You might be good, but he might make you great. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Yes, so, sir. next thing. I know you, you know, I went through it. You know, I went through it three, uh, three times. I have Ziggy. I had... I have uh, Jersey, and I had Chance at one point. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, having a dog is like having a kid. All the little things you got to do, you got to mm-hmm. pick up pick up poop. You got to make them potty train. You got to get full. You got to get water. You got to pick <laughs> them up. You got to do this. They throwing up in the car. They pooping in the car. Everything. They crying at night. They waking you up. They trying to jump on your face. I've been through where you were at, brother. How is it being a new dog? And I need you to send. I need. I need a picture of the dog. I need them to see how beautiful this little dog is. We'll get. We'll get really Snoop up on here. We need Snoop we'll Snoop, on here. We'll get Snoop. But tell them how it is being a new being, a new dog, a new dad dog. Having a having new uh, having new puppy is definitely a interesting addition to my life. It when they say it's like having a kid, I would assume it's like having a kid because. This dude is crying all the time. He's whining all the time. He's not eating. He's pissing everywhere. He's pooping everywhere. Like, I just got a text from my girlfriend 15 minutes before we started recording. And it was like, we have to give him a bath tonight. There's shit all over him. I'm like, oh, like, what? I mean, you, what are you, what is a dog thinking? And, you know, he's a little fluff ball, too. He's like three pounds and he's white. He's got white fur everywhere. So, you know, shit's obviously going to, you're going to see it. It's, you know, it's definitely keeping me on my toes. 
um, worrying about something other than myself, uh, making sure he's eat, he's fed, you know. But my girlfriend's doing a great job. She's really holding it down. She's kind of really raising his little dog because she works from home. So she's with him all day while I'm out. Mm. You know, I leave the house like 6.50 in the morning, and I don't get home till probably 7 at night. So she's really got him. She's holding him down, and then I kind of come in at the end and just I get to play with him and have fun, and then she does all the discipline. In. <laughs> she does all so the I work. Get, you I, you know, I get all, all the, the I get all the, the benefits. Uh, the only benefit is like her complaining to me about things that he's not doing when he's with her. So it's it's good though. It's it's exciting. Um, kind of nerve, not nerve nerve wracking, but I guess maybe nerve wracking because you know you got to worry about someone other than yourself. Yeah. Is he fed? Is he clean? Like all this other stuff. And dogs are expensive, man. I just went to the dog store today, and I had to get him, like, this new treat that he likes. It's like a teething because he's only 13 weeks or 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And I had to get a new one of them. And then she's, like, get new gummies so that he can – his training gummies. And then we had to get food. And I'm like, this thing adds up. It is definitely like having a kid. But I guess it's better than having a kid right now in my life. No, not that I don't want one. but Oh, God. I don't. I'm not. I don't have the time right now to raise a child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's stick with the dog for right now. That's yeah, we'll we, just stick to being a dog dad yeah, for right stick, now. Stick <laughs> to being a dog dad. You know, grind it out. See, get this dog to where you want it to be, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I just wanted to show people that you're more than just a coach. You got more a dog. A I'm a dog dad. You're a dog dad. Honestly. Oh yeah. I was truly <laughs> scared for you because I know how much time it is and. You already don't have yep. enough time, but having, you know, the support yeah, staff of your girlfriend is mm, truly, truly going to make it easier. Shouts out to Jess for that one. Shouts out to, you know, Captain Jess. You know yeah, what I'm saying? She, she's driving the boat. Let me drive the boat. Uh, I'm just rowing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got one more question for you. One more okay, simple question. Okay, talk to me. Mm-hmm. All right. Give me your top... Give, if, you, if you can... Mm-hmm. Your favorite cartoons as a kid. Ooh. Okay. So actually, you're Disney, but I need to know. I, you didn't even know about this question. Your favorite See, cartoons all my, as a kid. all my cartoons are Nickelodeon cartoons. Give it to me. What you got? So, at number one, Hey Arnold. Easy. Okay. Okay. You kind of look like Football him. Football so. head. Hey, yo. I don't look like him at all. <laughs> Football head. Um... I got Rocket Power at number two. Ooh, Rocket Power! Hmm, number three. Hmm. It's going to tell a lot about you. It's going to tell a lot. I'm trying to think. <laughs> trying to, uh, Damn, I don't know the third one. Those are the only two I really watched. Um, maybe Cat Dog I watched. Cat Dog. Cat, cat Dog. I'll go with Cat Dog. So what are got, yours? I need to hear yours now. This hold is, on. We got Rocket now, Power. We got dog. Hey Arnold at one, Rocket Power at two, Cat Dog at three. Mm, okay. See, I, I think that's a good list. That's a good list. See, when I get my list, people are going to be like, yo, Miles, really? You know what I'm saying? They're going to agree with my list. I, your list straight, but like my list going to be it's, it's crazy. Crazy. Okay, let's hear it. Fairly Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents at one. Yes, I watch that now. That joins on Netflix. You crazy? Okay, okay, I'm not saying it's bad. Okay. Phineas and Ferb at two. Phineas and Ferb at two. And Jimmy Neutron at three. 
Stop playing. Yo, that's a crazy list right there. Like, okay. bro. That's like, a good list. That, that's it's a not good better list. than my list, but, you know. We could take a it's vote. definitely not better We could than definitely take a vote. They're gonna. I'm gonna put a poll on Instagram. We could definitely do that. It's cool. Like We're I know I'm. Put a poll on, we'll put the clip out of what. I know each, I'm going to win. Each of us pick. I know I'm going to win. No shot. No shot. You want to bet? Hey Arnold, the rocket power. Bet a hundred push-ups on command. Bet a hundred push-ups on command. I can't do hundred push-ups yet. I just started getting back in the gym. Bet a hundred push-ups on command. That my list is better than your list. Yes. All right. Bet a hundred push-ups. Shake I on bet. it. Through the camera. I shook. I shook too. There we All go. Right, well, we will see. But this is it. This is going to be good. You already know. Boom, bow, bing. Appreciate hey. everybody for tuning in. It's your boy, Big 38. And it's Coach Kerry. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. We appreciate you. Because we're all friendly. Friends.